Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. Mike Zlatnik. And today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome back my really good friend, Mark Jackson, MJ. And let me say this, uh, MJ. Benediciones y alegría. Blessings and joy. Wonderful. You did great, Mike. Absolutely outstanding. Good to be back, man. Thank you for the wonderful invitation. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming. And... Um, uh, so before we go into business, how's family? How's, how's life? Good, good, good. Just got back in from Puerto Rico, checking on a number of projects there, uh, here now with, uh, with family and, uh, in the Salt Lake city area, still working on a number of projects. You know, we always talk about this idea that you can invest anywhere from anywhere, and it really allows for that passive income growth that investors are always looking to do. Um, being able to get in alternative investments outside of the market, but really good to be back here in Salt Lake City, gonna ride out uh, the balance of our time here as we get ready to go into the new year. That's wonderful. Um, Salt Lake City is, is a great place to be. Uh, you get you guys get a lot of great skiing. Uh, I guess it's you get four seasons. It's not like Puerto Rico where you get only get one warm season. Oh maybe, no, that one that one season in Puerto Rico feels pretty doggone good though. <laughs> fair, that's fair enough. Yeah, especially yeah, now just, <laughs> here in New York, the weather's getting cold. They can appreciate Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, I mean, if we you get me started by Puerto Rico, and that'll blow the whole time of us together. I, I, I'm the worst person to ask. Um, do you want to move to Puerto Rico? Do you want to buy real estate there? Do you, you know, do you want to play golf there? Do you want to uh, worst person to ask? I, I'm gonna be nothing but the Disney Channel and sell you on it. And that's it. Well, we'll have to do a separate episode on that, just why people should consider investing in Puerto Rico or living in Puerto Rico, and you'll be the 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 Disney Channel for Puerto Rico itself. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And 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 yourself, Mike. I trust all family. The girls are doing good. Got one in college now. Yeah, you're gonna laugh. She's starting veterinary school. Uh not well, I guess not too far from Puerto Rico. She's starting veterinary school at some kids. Ah, okay. Okay. Good so stuff. Caribbean. Uh and uh yeah, it's uh thank you. And we're ice skating a lot. <laughs> ice skating, ice skating, ice skating. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Synchronized ice skating to be exact. So but that's 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 the blessings of having kids and making sure the kids are busy and they love it. And I have to say that there's just nothing beats uh, a kid having a great sport, whatever it is. Could be baseball, could be basketball, could be football, could be running, could be skiing. If they are into it or ice skating and they love it, and they'll it strengthens their life. It, it makes all the difference. It, it kind of gives them purpose, gives them yep. discipline. Yep, and uh, disciplines parents too. It's kind of crazy. We have to sign a contract, like literally a contract. So okay. besides the monetary agreement, mm -hmm. it's a yep. commitment. You as a parent will drive them to these practices mm -hmm. so many times, and you have to show up unless you're sick or like you know you, you unless there's like a let's just call them an emergency reason. Uh, yeah. Beyond that, you have to show up. Yeah. It's amazing. Just, I mean, again, yeah, but again, I guess it just kind of demonstrates a commitment from you to the child and, 
And uh, that way, it, I guess, it, you know, it's all about accountability all the way around. And th- and that's what I get excited about, too, about time to share like this, because I just saw an article come out today. And this is really what speaks to what we do to enhance the lives of people that want to make sure that when they're ready to transition away from their professional careers after they've raised the kids and gotten them off to cost stuff like that. And the question is this, um, interest income in retirement, can it be done? It was out, it was put out by Investopedia and the basic dynamic was like, yeah, but it's going to take a lot of work. You got a lot of tracking you got to do. And as best as you put your effort into it, you could still fail. And that's why investing in alternative investments in, in real estate is the big key. You know, we, we have a really good friend and um, one of his best phrases is that um, property, real estate, single family, multifamily, commercial, doesn't know how much it's worth. It just knows how much income it produces. And that income is just steady on a regular basis. Again, there's work there, making sure you have the right contracts in place that you vet your 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 other long-term triple net um, tenants well, or your single family tenants well, having a blend between market rate income and certainly some housing authority or guaranteed income. But overwhelmingly, it 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 is the sure thing that you can overcome as compared to the thought, the heavy lifting, the tracking, the wondering what's going to happen with um, even technology stocks. I mean, the only reason they're up right now, things like Meta, Twitter, Google, the only reason they're up after dropping some 40% of their values because they've laid off tens of thousands of employees. So the stock market is like, oh, well, that's a good thing. They're going to have better returns in the future. So therefore, we're going to evaluate them differently. You have no control over that. But when you pick assets in the right market areas, working with solid providers like myself and like you, Mike, we can actually be in a position where we offer clients a, a complete sense of confidence and a feeling of control. That is, they're acquiring assets, and those are going to be their passive income vehicles that they know that they can get into the transition, the next season of life, very, very comfortably and consistently. And in the market area right now, where, yes, the Fed has done everything it can do to raise interest rates, to slow back um, inflation, to actually get uh, a little bit con- better control over the money that's in the marketplace, things of that nature. Well, now we're in a position where, yes, those advents, inflation on rents and how that's impacted uh, people that wanted to buy homes with lower interest rates, but can't now because their debt to income ratio doesn't match up with the higher payments. It's making affordable single family houses and rentals as well as affordable fa- single family houses that are available for lease option or lease to own. So very, very attractive to those tens of thousands of buyers that are being pulled back from the purchasing marketplace. And in my company, America's Discount Home Deals, that's the space where we serve and serve very, very well, even to the point where we've recently been able to, for a period of time, um, enhance our return. So, and I know we'll get a chance to talk about that, but right now, being able to be in real estate and know that you don't have the headaches or the worry that comes with trying to, one, build up your couple of million dollars that you can have in the markets in the hope that you'll be able to earn enough interest income to sustain yourself for the next 20, 30 years is so much more challenging than being engaged in alternative investments in real estate. Thank you for a lot of that great wisdom. 
And um, just a couple of quick comments, and I'll ask some follow-up questions. Yes. So, uh, first of all, um, are you doing built to rent? Uh, I'm sorry, not, not not built to rent. Are you doing um, instead of renting the properties out outright? Are you doing what I meant to say, not built to rent, but rent to own? Are you we doing do. any properties? So what you just mentioned is the interest rates are up, so people can't afford to buy. Affordability right. has fallen through the floor over the last 12 months because of the interest rates effectively double the mortgages. Mm-hmm. So um, you have an FHA buyer or someone who, who can't muster a big enough down payment and they can't afford to pay, they can't qualify under the bank debt-to-income ratio requirements today, but they can still pay rent. Right. Are you doing any of your projects uh, as uh, rent-to-own where they enter into a contract and at some point of time when the rates drop back down again, they can refinance and buy, buy a home? Are you doing any of that? Absolutely. Yeah, that is a, a good, probably 25% of our book of business. Um, it is expanding some, but overwhelmingly, we have really good uh, lead sources for clients that, yes, they want to buy. They're just not in a position to do so right now. Some of it is credit score. Some of it is the fact that they just can't match up with their debt to income ratio with the increase in interest rates. So we will place those clients in those lease to own homes that we're able to identify in our own portfolio or a home that they've already identified. We'll acquire it and then put them in there and they'll be in basically a 24 month term to transition into home ownership through, through financing. And it has been just a really sharp way. Our company is at Amer- where we're actually incorporated as Atlanta discount home deals. We our DBA as America's discount home deals because we serve a number of states and the territory of Puerto Rico. But we think of it as a different heart's desire, a ADHD, a different heart's desire. And it is really about being a situation where we can serve families in the single family affordable space. So they're able to transition their lives. The statistics out there when you have a family with children that can be in one school system and transition um, that's that that comfort, safety, and security of knowing they have a home rather than an apartment or um, someplace where they're going to be transitionary. The the impact that it has on not only the 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 um the stakeholders in the family, but also the children, the statistics just show how much more those families flourish through the course of life when they have the stability of a home. And that's where it, for us, that different heart's desire just gives us a space to flourish and focus. Um, we don't do, uh, we have one Airbnb. We're not into doing a whole lot, whole bunch of short-term rentals. We don't do high-end flips. Uh, what we do is we focus on single family, affordable residential real estate and uh, small multifamily affordable real estate. And that has been our bread and butter where we we're able to have those three wins. The clients that we serve um, from an investing perspective, they make excellent returns in a very safe and secure environment. The residents that we serve, they have and are able to flourish in life. And of course, we're successful in business as well. So it really is truly that sense of win, win, win and serving a portion of our book of business in the lease to own lease purchase space. Yeah, that's very cool. I certainly love the idea in this environment. So you can do more of because this idea is more relevant now than before. Because before people could qualify and now it's harder to qualify and it makes sense for them to rent as long as there's a path forward to ownership and they feel much more involved, engaged, um, 
opportunity to stay without worrying about they have to move in a couple of years. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. So there's, one, of, there's one little caveat in there too, is that because they're in a home that they're going to purchase, when you're talking about the mechanics and the margins, now that client is accountable for you know the maintenance, anything ductwork, water heaters, plumbing, light fixtures, stuff like that. So they're immersed into being a homeowner, and that trend, that 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 cost saving transitions right into the business model as well. So there's a number of trickle down things that happen. But now it doesn't mean you leave them out on your own. You communicate with them, um, you do inspections, things of that nature. Some mechanics, but it guides that family into being and truly having that that pride and ownership, whether it's the exterior landscaping or certainly the interior maintenance and preservation of the asset. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, most of these folks will um, take better care of the properties than if they were just purely renting. No question yeah. of it. It's both psychological and, and, and economical that they feel that they'll buy the home. So they'll they'll invest in the home. It's both uh, emotional equity and, and you know, physical equity when they actually uh, are able to buy it. So let's continue. So how do investors participate um, in these deals? Do, do, do they participate as lenders to you? And then you basically buy a home and then you you uh, sell it as a rent to own or do they participate in the equity? What kind of programs do you have? Just curious, how do you work with investors specifically yeah. participate in, in this and other strategies? It's pretty cool. We actually do it two ways. So one is, we will offer our clients a short-term lending position in these assets. And a lot of the properties that we acquire, um, they need some modest modification. Um, transitioning from carpet to some luxury vinyl towel, what we refer to as LVT. Uh, sometimes we have to put new appliances in the home, maybe some landscaping, some exterior thing. And those costs run anywhere between uh, maybe nineteen to about $24,000. And so that's what we do to get that home completely market ready for the client to move in. And so we can pay right now, um, formally 10% uh, on a monthly basis on those assets. We've actually been able to increase that because the inflation on rents and lease option payments have moved up. So now we're actually paying 10% for a period of 12% for a period of time. We'll continue to monitor and adjust with the markets, so we've had, we had time we had to adjust down. Right now we adjust up, but at 10%, 12%, really solid return for the clients. We also pay a point on those at about uh, 30 days after funding. And then we do do, and we do do, oh boy, that reminds me of being a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we also pay a 10% equity share, net equity, uh, when the client transitions out of the asset. And that really boosts the overall yield. Um, we don't like to put in a position where we have clients that are chasing yield, but we do want to be in a situation where we can enhance the overall return for the asset. So 10% monthly, and then one point, um, obviously that enhances the return, but then that 10% equity share is a nice little booster and a hedge against inflation over the course of the asset. And those are basically 24 months. Typically, they'll pay out anywhere between 14 and 19 months. We have some that are going to term, uh, but we have uh, also exit strategies on those assets as well. One other thing that we've been able to do with these is because of the uh, the amount that we're engaged in and the variety of clients we have, some that are being prepared for what may come in the calendar year 2023. And But for the foreseeable future, we're actually offering a 90-day capital call. 
So once you've established your primary uh, time in the note, uh, then you've and you've exceeded that, and we call that six months. Then you, if you need to, uh, will engage and offer a ninety-day capital call. In that basic terms, of course, you're going to sacrifice the equity share on the back end, but within ninety days, we can place that capital with another client. And that just gives flexibility for the clients, even if they do need to bring back some capital, should they have an event that calls for it. The other way that we do it outside of being a lending position is we offer these assets as uh, turnkey properties, an investor uh, that wants to have an asset that they can engage with for a period of time. And we'll then place these clients as uh, lease option buyers on a longer term, maybe a 10 or 20 year term that they can, um, with no premium prepayment penalty, cash out of that asset. So the investor has a turnkey asset that they mitigate the deferred maintenance. They're still able to take the benefit of the taxes on the property, depreciation on it as a wealth building asset, watch that appreciation grow. And then as that client that's going to be the owner of finance transition out of the asset, they're in a position where they can then go identify another asset, maybe be a 1031 exchange. So we can go at it two different ways as a wealth building vehicle or as a lending vehicle for our clients serving all these folks in this time frame right now. And actually for the foreseeable future that have been transitioned out of being in a buying position and can do, but can successfully do a lease option or lease to own. Yeah, that's very cool. Appreciate the clarification uh, on both. Just a quick follow-up question. So on the on the loan program, folks essentially loan you the money. I assume that loan is a it's not a primary debt. It is is it primary debt or is it secondary debt? I'm just, I'm just it, 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 it is secondary. We we will have a first position either through owner finance or subject to financing, and then we go ahead and put a secured note in there. And do you provide them with a personal guarantee? Just just curious how you structure these notes. Yes, we do. We structure it with a note. It, and a security deed, which require that gets recorded as a mortgage, and so that is their security in the asset on that property, without a doubt. But and also, you give them three months option if they want to exit, they can ask you to find somebody else to buy them out. Yes, after six months, because again, you don't want to do it after a month or two months. You know, look, get in there, be committed, and then transition down the road. Um, the other thing too is that. Um, as we offer these, we typically do not have any assets that are over 70 cents on a dollar in the current market condition. So that property can contract literally a full 30% in value. And still that first, the first position we have in that second position note are quite secured in terms of market value. That lends into my appraiser background um, and my other company, Investor Comps, where we actually, again, help folks be in a position, position where they know they're making a profit as they invest in each and every deal that they do. That makes sense. So if I heard you correctly, you have the first plus the second that you put together based on a fair market value that are around 70 cents on the dollar. So yeah, there's never, an equity cushion roughly. I mean, based on an estimated you know, appraised that's value. Correct. We're never over 70, 70, 70 cents a dollar. We won't, even, we won't even bring that deal on if we can't structure it with a significant equity position in place because it's very important that not only we protect what we're doing, but also the clients that we welcome into the transactions. That makes sense. And then on the equity side, when they buy a turnkey, uh, I guess it's a, it's a full fully outsourced management to you. You find a tenant that they go to the property at least to own 
and they maintain those properties uh, and the investor will pretty much, they, I guess they get they get an, a mortgage to buy the property if they have to. If they, they want to buy it cash, they can do that or get a mortgage. Right. What kind of cash on cash today for the equity investment? So that you explained, 10% coupon, maybe temporarily 12%. They have a back-end um, piece of the one one-tenth of the profit. But for the equity piece, when they buy it, there's a turnkey. Um, the rates are up. So what kind of cash on cash do they get on the equity? If they get a, sort of a, an investment mortgage from a bank at today's rates, and they and then the property gets rented with let's just say rent to own tenant who will take good That's care of the property. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. kind of cash and cash do they see today in these type of projects? Well, again, these are going to be market areas that are very tertiary, so the values on them are not very very substantial. We're talking anywhere le- you know from maybe around ninety thousand. Um, in terms of investment with a market value of about 115, or let's just say maybe an investment of about 135,000, market value about 158,59. Uh, cash on cash return is actually enhanced slightly because these are lease option clients. So they're paying above what would be a normal um, mortgage rate, or the case maybe, or even just really cu- cost just above what would be the full market. Uh, rental rates. So cash on cash is probably going to be uh, on average between 12 to about 16% is what we're typically seeing when you're doing a turnkey versus being in a lending position. So 12, let me just understand this. And I, I want to make sure, um, sorry, I'm a mathematician. So I run the numbers, you know that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 12% um, or 16% cash on cash, you mean appreciation plus cash flow. What, what I was asking the question is, what is their cash flow? If they, if they bought a house for $135,000 and it's worth theoretically $150,000, something, um, for of the $135,000, how much cash do they actually bring in? Right. So, and, and what, what is their monthly cash flow or annual cash flow? Just kind of what's the cash in cash in terms of, and then what's the total return projected with the back end component? Well, of course, actually just kind of sharing examples. Typically, we're buying these assets. We're going to be an acquisition point where income is going to be anywhere between 1.15 and upwards to 1.15 of the acquisition point. So if we're acquiring an asset that's going to be about 135, rents on that asset are going to be about $1,600 a month. Okay. So that's where we're actually establishing the ratios when it comes to cash on cash return. So sixteen hundred dollars a month rent. They paid one thirty five. Uh, they get a mortgage. Uh, do you know? I'm just curious. Well, after the expenses, what are they going to clear in terms of um, rental income after uh, after the property taxes, insurance, but before mortgage payment? Right. So or, or, or on, with the mortgage payment with, with PITI. On average, we're going to see a client that's going to be at roughly two hundred twenty five dollars a month or higher. Otherwise, we just don't do the deal. So that's really positioning in terms of the cash return after um, all the expenses when, when they've actually applied leverage and, of course, covered all of their expenses. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. And in, in, in having less than <laughs> you said, two twenty-five, I'd say probably three hundred a month. It becomes um, an aggravation to even own assets if they don't cash flow enough for us, right? Because every every investment is 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 a one one asset. But it makes sense with the service that you offer because um, at the end of the day, these turnkey investments, they're as good as the management company. I can't put it any other way. Yeah, put it any other way. If the properties are managed well, 
it's a smooth journey. If the properties are not managed well, then it becomes it can, it can be challenging. It can be a nightmare because you know the, the little... property management and the tenant selection is critical. Yeah, and I'll add a caveat to that for everyone that's engaged. One of the things that we do uh, as part of our turnkey programs, we actually guarantee the income for the first 12 months once we place the client in an asset. Uh, in addition to that, when we're working and bringing forth the assets, again, we're managing the property, walking side by side right along with that investor, is that their deferred maintenance position is going to be pushed out anywhere between 18 to 24 months before there would be anything that would require them to put any capital into the assets. So guaranteed income for the first 12 months as we place the client and certainly a tremendous hedge in terms of any kind of capital outlay because of how we're positioning the assets when that, that lease owned client or a long-term resident moves into that asset. So uh, it really does, Mike, um, make a difference when you're talking about how the properties management manage the clients that being that are being placed and how they are vetted to make the life where we're talking about a person worrying about how they're going to keep their principal high, if they're going to be able to earn enough interest off of their investments uh, in the markets to sustain. Well, you could take that same worry and transition it if you don't have a good working business relationship on those turnkey assets, those wealth building assets that a person may deploy capital and or leverage on without a doubt. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's a very powerful concept. So the turnkeys uh, uh, idea has been around for a long time, and uh, you're one of the one of the few uh, strong operators in that space. Because a lot of people uh, claim to operate, but at the end of the day, what's the experience of an investor? How easy it is for them? Cash and cash obviously matters, but at the same time, how easy it is to manage the asset the moment the asset becomes challenging to manage. And I, I've had those assets and I've had the experiences where property management company mm -hmm. mismanaged the uh, the tenants. And then when they leave, they, well, all you have to do is invest 40,000 bucks. And I'm not trying to be um, pessimistic here, but I had that experience. We had to go spend a lot of money renovating the properties for five years. The tenants have been there. It's like, what? how did they destroy the property in five years? Well, it can happen if it's mismanaged. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, as an investor, you want to avoid that and go with a good operator. Where, where the inspections are being done, what video pictures are you taking to make sure that asset is not just performing, but also is being sustained, that type of thing. And and, and the same thing you go, Mike, you can have someone, you know, every every year you got to put another 25, 35 dollars into it just to keep it going. Well, again, what is that property management company doing to make sure that asset is being maintained and sustained so that all the income you've made doesn't just get poured right back into it. Otherwise, there's no win other than the potential appreciation. But if you've got to put capital in to get the appreciation out to sell it, then you're still you're still in a world of hurt. I mean, you want to be able to enjoy um, as an investor that income that you've uh, earned over the time and not have to just uh, nest egg it until there's time to put another person in the property. So you know, the management is huge. And we like to believe that we are above, well above average in that regard. So, and again, it's because I have my own properties and I know I want to be able to have peace of mind. Otherwise my wife gets on me. Yeah, it's a great point. And I, I have to give this perspective from my point of view, totally uh, respecting, appreciating and loving what you do, that selecting the right uh, operator and property manager is absolutely critical. And from my experience, part of the cash flow that you get every month, at least this has been my experience, you have to psychologically 
for the site, or maybe even physically move it to a separate account, mm -hmm. reserve account to build reserves because you never know when you're going to need a new roof. Sometimes a hurricane will pass, or sometimes just the weather gets some, some somehow colder in there. All these things that you, you think may not happen um, may, may happen one of these days, and having a reserve account is, is critical. So I'm not saying anything negative about turnkeys other than folks that invest should always consider taking some of the cash flow they get and put into reserve account because you just never know when the rainy day comes. So exactly. um, this has been great. Uh, MJ, What? how would folks reach out? Um, what's the best way to um, contact you? Uh, what's the website? Uh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Good way to reach out is go to our site, americasdhd.com. We are America's discount home deals, but we have a short uh, URL, Americas, A-M-E-R-I-C-A-S, D-H-D.com. We have a scheduling link there. We also offer and just launched a really new great client portal. So even as clients get engaged, looking at deals, investing in deals, they can track and see uh, assets, how much capital deployed. Really proud of this new portal that we've put out. And certainly don't hesitate to reach out to us via our office number, which is 404 305-3888. We have our corporation uh, activities based out of Atlanta. So area code 404-305-3888. We'll love that opportunity to engage, reach out, and be a servant without a doubt. Thank you kindly, MJ. Appreciate your, your, your serving. You always serve. You, you're your servant at heart. And I, I've always had nothing but a great experience working with you. So we appreciate uh, you sharing, coming on the podcast. And uh, enjoy the holiday season. Absolutely. And the mutual, the feeling is absolutely mutual, Mike. And um, I, we can close on, we discovered we both have the same birthday. So that's really cool too, just the ties that bind the lives together. What a small world, huh? How it is. It, it is. It Thank is. you, MJ. Blessings and joy. Bendiciones y alegría. Bendiciones y alegría. Blessings and joy. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's slot name. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.